All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. Aloha, boys. It's part two, Western Conference. We don't have time for anything else. We really don't. Every, uh, every, Pop it. Yeah, every other year we record these Eastern Western Conference in one sit, you know, sitting. We're all too busy now for that. But now we didn't have time, so uh, we're just going to dive right back in. I guess before we get to the West, a couple of notes. Apologies, if they will. I guess we could do some breakfast in bed apologies. Deepest of apologies for me. Go ahead, John. I forgot that the anti-tanking rules don't take place until next year. Oh, that would affect things. And that makes my overpicked for teams such as the Bulls and the... Uh, there's a few teams that are going to be tanking as hard as you can humanly tank. Yeah. So that really disregards some of my overs. I try to tell you guys, the Bulls are going to be terrible. If you, if you had just said that one thing, I would have went, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I still think they're going to be bad, but 20... 23. It was seven, yeah, which was it, 22? It was 22. 17. You said 17. I said 17. Well, that's I, ridiculous. I, I, well I, I think that's a thing. I, I think they, if you want to get that pick, you're going to have to have like 17 wins. You're going to be – because everyone is going to be so bad. So yeah. we are talking, obviously, about the over-unders. If yeah. you missed our Eastern Conference over-unders, that was uh, the previous show. I'm sure you can find it. Another a little apology I'll do is uh, – I guess we could throw in uh, Trey Burke. We, like, mentioned – we recorded the Eastern Conference over under like three or four days ago. His time on the Knicks has already come and passed yeah. uh, since we uh, that Adios. episode was recorded and, and then released. Also, I realized I added up some of my numbers wrong for the total win totals that's supposed to get to. So I have since bumped up a couple of my. Uh, I didn't change my over unders, but uh, I gave the Cavs an extra win. Know. I gave the Heat an extra win. That could be. Uh, I mean, you were riding so close on some of these. That could have changed. Things. I didn't. I, I was. I think four games under the Cavs total. So uh, n- no big deal there. But everything is good to go for the Western Conference. Oh, and also before we get to the Western Conference, John, uh, was there an update on the Charlotte line, which was off the board as of our recording last week? Back on the board, and wouldn't you know, they don't think very much of Nicholas Batum out in Reno because it's <laughs> still at forty-two. So still at forty-two. Yeah. That's interesting. So my number for that was 39. I might bump them up to 40. So what was that? So still under. <laughs> what were the What were the bookmakers in Vegas going like? Ah, take that! Take that off the uh, Take that off the board there. I, yeah. Who's hurt? Oh, Nick Batum. Put that back on the board. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, maybe they were like 44. I would think Batum being out for a couple of months is definitely. A couple wins, at least. I thought, on the you know, but it's inter- It's always interesting to see what the, what what an addition or subtraction of a player does to a does to an over under, and in this case, absolutely nothing. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up the book on, on the Eastern Conference. Now, part two, the Western Conference. What happens here is I will say my number for what I. Th- think their win total is going to be i always try to avoid all other over under shows or any other articles written about it to not know what the vegas lines are and then john will tell me what the vegas line is the most up-to-date and current line he can find and they are truly unavoidable for me and then uh chuck john and myself will make our predictions and again we've been pretty good at this over the years so john where are we starting we're starting at the top, boys. We're going to go one all the way to the bottom of the standings. So from the Dubs to the Suns, which makes us begin in the Golden State. Keith, how many 
wins do you got? So we're starting with the team that had the best record last year, the Warriors. I think they are going to stumble and bumble their way to 70 wins. Keith, you've selected the over. Vegas has 67 and a half. And it's one of those lines where they kind of don't want you to take the over. They've juiced it a little. Yeah. Because I kind of, I'm in agreement. I think, I think this team can't help but win, you know, 68, 69 games. They won 67 last year with the Durant injury. Durant's going to be furious. This seems like a foregone conclusion to me. What do you think, Chuck? That's a lot of games. It's a ton of games. And I think maybe this year's the, you know, since they've, Durant's got that championship under his belt, it, they're either going to be uh, this sharpened samurai sword or they're not going to care. And I'm not sure if that's possible. The second half, if the, if they're, you know, going to be lackadaisical. So if that's the case and they're going to want to win a bunch of games, I can see them doing 71 games. Man, I think yeah. they're la- lackadaisically going to win. I do too. Every game they play. This team wins effortlessly. <laughs> I mean, Jordan Bell and Omri Caspi have honed their skills in the preseason. They're going to be destroying other teams. Second, this units, isn't like units. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen carrying some not too great players outside of, you know, Kukoc and Rodman to 72 wins. This is, a nightmare all-star team that has fun playing together, and th- it, this isn't them grinding out wins defensively. I think Kevin Durant wants to win MVP. Yeah. I think Steph Curry has the motivation of somehow he's fallen off the radar. People, right. He slept on again. Yeah. he's he might, Is he the most underrated player in the NBA? The man's incredible. Incredible. So, yeah, uh, over, over. He Chuck probably Mark- would be if... Clay Thompson wasn't sitting right next to him on the bench. <laughs> Chuck, what are you saying? I officially, I, I think officially, I'm I'm going yeah, 71 games. So you're gonna you're gonna go over. I'm gonna go over all yeah. over 67. I think and this a half. is this, unity. This team is uh, ridiculously uh, the continuity that we you know love to talk about when it comes to teams getting better. They just got another season under their I just belt. I think all those guys they picked up are going to want to show themselves off as being great. And Nick they, Young wants to make himself money and look awesome. I think they're in you know. Uh, to quote E40, you know, they're all up in the league's head like a neurologist, you know, and they're hipper than a hippopotamus. <laughs> so the the reality is that they have this kind of air about them, I think, and the league knows that's the best team. Everybody in the NBA, to quote Charles Barkley poorly, why would I quote him directly? But we all know we got to talk for seven months and pretend like the Warriors aren't going to win the the finals, you know. And it's a silly thing for us to think otherwise. And if that's the case, then an all-time great team and an all-time great record's probably going to happen. And if you're worried that's going to bore you, uh, put money on the 67 and a half <laughs> right. yep. total. That's going to be yeah, exciting. You're going to be chewing your nails uh, against uh, Sacramento A two-game Kings. hiccup in November. Just look at your account balance. <laughs> Double that. Place that amount of money on the over. That's it. We're going to the Alamo boys. San Antonio Spurs. What you thinking? Uh, I have put the San Antonio Spurs, a team that has solved the regular season, at a paltry and disrespectful 55 wins. Keith, you may think that's paltry and disrespectful, but the bookmakers really don't like the Spurs as much this year. 53 and a half. It's a tough Hmm. one. I... I, This is a team that won 61 games last year. Yeah. I just don't see them i'm over maybe they know something about this Kawhi injury that we we all don't and my fantasy fantasy team 
will suffer because of it? I have them at 56. Yeah. And and I feel like that's and that's only just because the West has gotten so much better. Yeah. I'm uh, I think 50 57 58 for that team if Kawhi's healthy. Yeah. You and I TY I think we why we, is it so low? Well, guys? we look at the Spurs. All the moves they've made have been terrible. As we as we've said. And we, speaking of terrible moves, they just extended Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think they're going to go over just because I, I think Pop has has solved the regular season. Right. Like you're, you're going to have all the the pieces that they have whipping up on all these terrible teams. Uh, I only said 55 was disrespectful because I had people come at me on Twitter uh, attacking the lack of respect for the Spurs. When I was like, I think they'll win 55 games, maybe a three or four seed. They're like, blah. Yeah. I, think I, mean, if, I mean, bookmakers have them at 53 and a half. Yep. What do they know? It's a lot of games still. It's a lot of games. Yeah. Who's next? Coming at you. The new look, Houston Rockets. Keith, how many wins? Uh, I was on the Dave DeFores podcast. That what a, what a wonderful podcast. name. He's a great name, great guy, and we talked about the Rockets, how I think they are going to be a regular season juggernaut. I have them at 62 wins. Keith, you've taken the over because the number is 56. Uh, I concur again. This is getting pretty dull, but <laughs> how in the hell do you think a team that won you know, 55 games last year is not going to win more games adding one of the best players of our generation? And Chris Paul. I thought you were talking about Luke and by Mute. <laughs> the Prince. Yeah. Um, I, I have them as my third seed. Um, and I, yeah, 55 wins is my go number for them. So, so, so Chuck, you, you take the under, yeah. which is fine, which is good. So we're not always unanimous. Right. So many things seem clear cut to me so far. Right. I, I'm stunned at Chuck's uh, lack of respect for Houston. I think it's, that team's going to be incredible to watch, but they're, I have a, a slight hankering that those personalities of the top two players in that team aren't going to match because I've never seen a player more indifferent on the court than uh, James Harden. And I've never seen a player more a whiny baby cry boy as Chris Paul. Oh, and and I don't know how that's going to match as far as like their intensity and focus on the court. If they're going to get along, if there's going to be a lot of chirping and yelling, are you guys even ready for these two in the playoffs together? But they're going to be fun and D'Antoni. Regular, yeah, yeah. Regular season juggernaut is yeah. what I'm saying. Like D'Antoni with those two players and be able to, you know, devise offensive schemes around them is going to be incredible. They're going to probably score 120 points a game. But yeah, it's going to be a fun. I mean, it, they're going to be a fun I mean, team. They but scored I scored 115 with Pat Beverly running it. Right. So. <laughs> it seems like all the pieces fit perfectly. I will say preseason, PJ Tucker looks a little beefy. Mm. Uh, I don't know if he had a little off-season uh, take it easy, yeah. sign a contract, he's play himself into shape. L- looks Shaq a little style. big, but maybe he, maybe he's just being the, the small ball five. Which again, that seems incredible to me. Yeah, sixty-two wins, love that over. Yeah, I'm banging the over hard. Vegas doesn't want you to take it; they've juiced it. But enough about Houston. The n- even newer look Clippers. Oh, the next team to look at. Excuse me while I scroll down through my notes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a team that is sliding for me. I was more excited about them this summer. Uh, I, I have kept docking them wins as the weeks have gotten closer to the season as I kept thinking about it. I have them at 41 wins. 41 and 41. I'm guessing that's an under. What does Vegas say? You've definitely taken the under. This number shocked me a little bit, and, so, and this number's also juiced. 
44 and a half. But then I really looked at this roster they put together and I like it. I do like it. I like it. So I, I'm going over. Yeah. I think Gallinari gives them some scoring from a position they've needed for years. Then I, then I think it'll work. And I think Blake Griffin and Gallinari on the court together is going to be pretty awesome. I think Pat Beverly can and will run a team well as the fir- as a starting point guard. Um, I mean, everyone's excited about T.O., even though I don't know if that's really going to be a thing. Right. Uh, I think they've done some addition by subtraction. I think only two things can screw this team up, really, as far as getting over this win total. Doc Rivers hmm. and injuries. But those are two very... Those are things that hang over this team. That's a couple of pregnant pauses right there. Yeah. Prego. Yeah, I'm not... I, I think uh, the Teodosic dude, he's great, but he's like 30, you know? I thought he was 48. Yeah, he's uh, he's not like a young buck. How many Serbians come into the league at 30 and, like, tear stuff up? Doesn't happen. I'm just excited. Don't have to put down the whole country, though. (laughs) I'm just excited that we have another chain-smoking player in the league. Yeah. Love it. But, uh, yeah, I I think the drop-off with Chris Paul gone is going to be tremendous, even though uh, Pat Beverly's great. It's just you can't supplant that. And even if you try to moneyball it with a couple other guards, you're just going to fail. So... Yeah, I'm doing the 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 undie on that, but I do have them making the playoffs. Very well, very well. Challenge so, accepted, gentlemen. So the reason I've lost my confidence in this team initially, I did love all their moves because everyone they picked up, I kind of like a little bit. I'm like, this is good. Like Pat Beverly, uh, Gallinari, uh, having Montrezl Harrell on the bench, Sam Decker, young guy on the bench. I thought it was good, but I, I'm looking at. I don't like the fit at all of Gallinari and Blake Griffin together. I have injury concerns also. And this is a guard league. Why don't you like that fit? I don't think they can guard a, a, a three. Like like any team that has Gallin- Gallinari can guard the three. His length makes him That's pretty uh, formidable. I'll agree to disagree. Like if you put you put it on the, the ball on the court, like I don't think he can do a whole lot. When um when he was on the court yeah. f- for Denver. Mm-hmm. They were so much better. Def- it, it, the defensive numbers, it was dr- it was dramatic. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a great one on one defender, but if right. you watch him, he he gets in passing lanes. Well, I mean, yeah, being six eleven has advantages, yeah, obviously. But then the guard play, I don't feel like you can win in this Western Conference if Patrick Beverly is your best guard. Okay, like, a, a, a shooting guard like Lou. I mean, Lou Williams, you know, is good like making buckets, but I don't really trust the guard rotation. Um, I think they could. This is a team that. They, you know, they, they could win 45-46, but I've docked them for that. Here's the, to me, what I like is people thought that they had other scoring options when Paul wasn't on the court. Like, they thought Jamal Crawford was still something, but he wasn't, yeah. and he hasn't been for years. Now I think they actually can roll out a second unit that's actually, but like, I, they, they were kind of dead when, he, when Chris Paul was on the court. But I think if you guys off are, the court. are counting on Gallinari to boost them at all, you forget that his bones are made of biscotti. Yeah, this I mean. <laughs> and he's not, you know... Him, it's a bit of a checkmate there. Yeah, if him being on the court is the reason why you're going over, I don't know if that's... I, I just don't see who's creating for the team. It, like, is it Blake Griffin doing all the creating? Does he lead right. the team in assists? Like, I'm a little worried like about Blake and, and... Or something? I'm a little worried about Blake and Rooster just punching each other in the face like <laughs> hockey players. Yeah, so... <laughs> I've lost. I've lost. This team has lost its luster for me. I mean, you guys under. have made compelling arguments. We need to move on down to the Utah Jazz. Keith, I know this. I know where you're going. You on know, this. Where I, you know how I feel about the Jazz. This, this, you is, the going, this is going to be lost, the most absurd over of all time. This is the team that lost George Hill and Gordon Hayward. I, I love what they've done 
I, I think Chuck said it before, like they're trying to moneyball it just with all kinds of fill in the gaps with just kind of just decent role players. So I like what they've done. I have them at 47 wins way in, in the playoffs. Give me that. What, give me Vegas's number. 41 and a half. Love it. This is one of my favorite over-unders. Vegas thinks the Jazz are 10 wins less without those players we just mentioned. I think his team is going to be Chuck, just as think? good at defense. I, um, yeah, Gobert might take the step offensively this year that you could see kind of glimpses of. I mean, post-All-Star break last year, he was 18 per game. He was scoring. great. So if he, you know, if he can step up, although you're hoping that the rest of the league jumps in a time machine and goes back to the 90s where having a dominant center mattered, but they don't have any wing scoring. I'm going under. I don't like Ooh. it. Maybe like 39. Gobert and the Jazz are going to be those guys in Looper. We're like punching in the face, forcing you to go in that time machine. That's like it. We're going back to the 90s. You get in there. <laughs> but it's, you know, you got a point guard who's, you know, who's going to be great in the pick and roll, but really can't shoot. Um, but he kind of can now. Can he now? Can um, you tell me? That's a, there's a pregnant pause for you. <laughs> can you tell me the good coaches Ricky Rubio has played for? Hmm. I can. <laughs> does does the time under Tibbs count? Yeah, uh, since Tibbs clearly wanted him gone. Uh, this is a guy who was beloved by Minnesota. <sighs> right, analytics have always loved him. His teams are always mm-hmm. better. He's on the court. I think him coming to Quinn Snyder, who I think is an awesome head coach, murder. They're going to do Quinn some Snyder. things. There's a legit concern of who can create buckets when they need buckets outside of ISO Joe. Uh uh-uh, uh come on. Joablo Inglés. Joablo Inglés. Rodney Hood can score. What if Iso w- Joe turns it, into Joe Ingles? Oh, that'd be confusing. What if I, <laughs> I'm okay? I'm way over, guys. I, I think love they love this team. I really like Gordon Hayward. I really like George Hill. But I think they have players moving in the right direction. I think that the front office has done a great job of giving them kind of stacked with pretty quality players. They're so deep. Derek Favors could rebound, mm-hmm. and I don't. Maybe. I mean, and and then I think Ricky Rubio is just. One of the best point guards, like team point guards, there is. So yeah, I like I like him to win fifty one games again. Fifty one, that's Whoa. incredible. So when I mean, this is a spoiler to our Patreons who, if, if you saw my power rankings last month, where I had doubts about all these other teams that added all these weapons, and I was like, yeah, I got the Jazz at seven, guys. Like I can't think of any other teams I like more than the Jazz, despite the lack of a high end offensive talent. And even when I I talked to Andy Larson, who covers the Jazz in Salt Lake City. He thought I was too optimistic. I mean, he was trying to rein me in, but I'm like, I love this team. I just feel like like every lineup they put on the court is going to be pretty good, and I trust in Donovan Mitchell creating a little like second unit. With we Mitchell, didn't Joe even Johnson. mention Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, well, Don, I, Dante Exum's out. Dante it, Exum out hurts him. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell's going to play more now. Yeah, we we, we, don't, we don't know more guaranteed minutes. So, Chuck, what was your official? I said 39 wins, so I'm under. So you're under. That's a, that's a, it's a that, reasonable That's probably take. the biggest disparity on wins between any of us. You're, oh, what are you John at, 51? 51 is and I think they'll be just as good. I think they're going to be awesome. Uh, love that over. I don't think they make the playoffs. Wow. I think there's a good bet. I think, I think, but I love the Pelicans this year. I want to say, wow. I want to say Jazz to make the playoffs is a pretty even bet out in Vegas. You might yeah. even, it might even be like plus 140. Well, that's because. There are some teams that have gotten really, really good. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that was our wild, our hot takes for the Jazz for me and John. The wildest and wooliest of off seasons take us to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Keith, how many wins? 
I have the Oklahoma City Thunder at 57 wins. They're my three seed ahead of the Spurs. I am amazed, but you've gone over. What is Vegas? Vegas, this is weird. 53 and a half. Whoa. Same number as the Spurs. It's pretty, uh, that's a weird number. That is a weird number. And they don't want you to take it. They've juiced it. They've juiced it to the max, in fact. I don't see how this team doesn't win at least 53 games. Yeah. I mean, they won 40. Uh, Not 54, though, John. (laughs) I mean, I I actually think I have the Thunder as the second best team in the West this year. Wow. Same. Um, Wow. I just feel like they had terrible players with Westbrook. And they won 47 games. Yeah. With terrible players. Garbage can. You could argue they got a little lucky. Yeah, you, you could you could chalk it up to Westbrook right. being amazing. Westbrook was unstoppable in the fourth quarter. They outperformed their uh, their, their point differential by a lot. That's a great point, but that's still only six more wins. I'm guessing that they're probably going to do that again this year. I have them at ten more wins, which does make me a little bit nervous. I mean, I, I think it's at least worth seven or eight more wins. They've got you know two really 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 good half court sco- scores in Westbrook and. Um, Mello, and now they have a transition guy in George. I mean, it's a, it's a big number. I feel I would feel nervous putting my real money on it, but like I definitely think this team's going to be incredible. I think their defense is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just awesome. And you you jazzy it, and you can do um that that lineup, the lineup with the starters that we think are going to start. You can play a lot of different kinds of basketball, and they complement each other. You know, w- when they get out on the court and they you know run the fast break, I'm terrified to see Paul George and Russell Westbrook together on a fast break. It's going to be spellbinding. Um, uh, Paul George is a probably top five wing defender when he wants to play defense. And he, you know, they're going to look incredible. Um, Mello's playing for uh, Olympic for Mello. He's playing big, big power forward instead of small forward. He's looking, he's going to look great um, in that, in that offense. So I'm doing like 56 wins. That's awesome. That's a unanimous over Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> How many games you got them winning? So this is the opposite of the Clippers, where a month and a half ago, I thought the Clippers probably could make the playoffs as the eighth seed, and the Grizzlies were the tenth seed. Right? You, you've just killed yourself with details and minutiae to the point where you've tricked yourself. No, I, I flip-flopped. <laughs> Fairy dust. I have the Grizzlies, and again, this over-under I've been made aware of because I've been on many shows talking about the Grizzlies. But I have the Grizzlies at 43 wins. Wow. A massive over. Feeling pretty good about him. A massive over. I don't have him making the playoffs, <clears throat> but I have him at 43 wins as the nine seed. Vegas has it at 37 and a half. Right. They do not want you taking the under. This is the largest juice of any over-under. Vegas desperately wants you to take the over. Really? So what's the, what's the, what's the price for going under? Minus 140, hmm. which I have never seen and should terrify you, Keith. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't understand it. Well, let me try to explain it to you. Because the Grizzlies f- suck. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the, <laughs> the good news is there's not much action on the Grizzlies ever. There's, right. such, a, there's such a small market. I, I feel like maybe the bookies don't care as much. <laughs> it could be possible. <laughs> uh, this is a team that won 43 games last year. Yeah. And also had a pretty lucky year. Uh. How is this like the person who survives the car crash who's like, wow, I'm very lucky to be alive? I'm like, meh, pretty unlucky to be in that car crash. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I see like, what you're saying, but you know, 
I don't been terribly last year. I don't think Conley and Gasol have a hope in hell of playing that many games together and playing that well. No, they were awesome. Gasol played so many minutes last year. We talked about and it. And he's old. We talked about it in our, in our Butter or Parquet. Right. I'm not trying to repeat myself. But Th- they mm. replaced horrible minutes of Chandler Parsons. Like, he played so many minutes last year and was awful. He's now the backup four. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Right. They replaced Wade Baldwin. He's gone. He's gone now. <laughs> yeah. He's just that's gone. That's their second straight first. That's a second first rounder they've just released. They, last year... Last year, Chuck, the Grizzlies had max cap space and two first-round picks, and they turned it into literally nothing. Mm, they incredible. lit it on fire. And yet you're taking the over by six games. I'm taking the over this because is... okay, they now have lineups that make sense to me. They got that rid have of... Chandler Parsons in them. They replaced the minutes of Zach Randolph, who was not good last year, Would you Michael Green, Andrew Harrison, good? Wade Baldwin, and Chandler Parsons. Now those minutes are going to Mario Chalmers, Tyreek Evans, James Ennis. And Andrew Harrison. Guys I like. But Andrew Harrison <laughs> is going to be a backup. Like, we have Wayne Selden taking these minutes from Andrew Harrison. Andrew Harrison is going to be the third point guard and, like, backup two sometimes. But he's mainly not going to, like, he's going to be in the rotation. I think the rotations make a lot more sense. They're going to stop shooting 20-footers that can test it all the time. I think they're still going to be a good defensive team. The rotation last year I hated. I took the under, thought it was going to suck. Uh, this year, I, I think this is, they're, they're going to be uh, close to 500 easily if Mark and Mike play 70 games each, mm. which I think they will. This is a team that only scored a half point more than they gave up. Yeah. Also, Keith, what are you going to do when they just straight up trademark us all at the deadline? Am I getting Kevin Love and uh, the Brooklyn 2018? Yeah. Well, no, what would you take? Well, they're not going to trade them because they're winning now because they just waived their two first, their first round pick from right. last year and the second round pick they <laughs> traded a first round pick for. That's an excellent point. So what are they doing? So the rebuild don't exist. Man, if Mario Chalmers plays 70 games. Ooh, Diamond Rio. They're going to be good, man. I think I Chalmers, hope you're right. Chalmers looked good uh, preseason and they you know, desperately needed ball handling in the second unit. So it would make sense that, you know, they can score a little more points with Mike on the bench. Chris Harrington's stat was they, they gave 3,500 minutes last year mm-hmm. to guys who had, like, the worst true shooting percentage in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. They were the worst two-point shooting team by a lot last year. I think we've replaced all those minutes with competent players. You still have Mark and Mike. This and let's say, good. I know this is crazy, but let's say Brendan Wright plays. Who are the, no, that's crazy. <laughs> He's our backup center. If he gets hurt, they're in trouble. There, there is still Chalmers could, could get re injured. No, but you get, but the when you say competent there, players, you're referring to Mario Chalmers coming off a blown Achilles in his 30s. Still looks good, though. And Wayne Selden. Who can dunk? They're giving James Ennis more minutes now. King like, James. You have, I mean, James Ennis has been on the team. But he was losing minutes to Chandler Parsons. I he's going think, to continue losing minutes to Chandler Parsons. This is true. No, he's you, only playing the three. Chandler Parsons is only playing four. It's incredible. This is like a dream come true. <laughs> like hopefully Jerome Martin passes Chandler Parsons. I mean, please God, I just don't like the makeup. I don't like Fizz. Uh, I think they're trying to be something. They're trying to transition f- far too quickly. The front office is not kept up with the mentality they're trying to put on the court. Front office needs to be fired. Yeah, you cannot do what Garpaxian. you did the last two years. And and have a job. That's right. how I, that's how I feel. Very good takes. I mean, it's crazy. Like you, you couldn't do anything worse than you did last summer. Like there's no way. Like you <laughs> turned your max salary cap into 
a terrible player that's a giant albatross, and you use two first-round draft picks to get Deontay Davis, who looks terrible. Mm. Anyway, Chuck. So, John, you're under. Yeah, I mean, I'm only slightly under. Okay. I, have, I have him at 36 wins. I got we, rose, rose-colored we, glasses we, we on could, with them. We can I'm, build on that. I'm going to go, uh, yeah, they're going to miss the playoffs, but I think they'll do 38. So you're slightly over. Slight, slight over. I think this is an awesome over. And I don't think I normally have rose-colored glasses with the Grizzlies. I, no, no, you usually you're Nick. quite the doomsayer. Yeah, so you, I, I, like, I, think, I think that is an incredibly disrespectful low number, but it, it works because we're such a small market and no one cares. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a great value. But uh, I, I could see... The Grizzlies make the playoffs. Mike Conley should be in the MVP conversation. <laughs> I, do, I do have them ninth. Very well. We have to get out of here before I kill myself. <laughs> Let's go to another place that makes me want to kill myself, Portland. So I... Dreaming nineties is so I, ha- I have Portland as my eight seed right ahead of the Grizzlies at forty five wins. You've taken the over. Oh, I don't feel good about that. I don't and want you it. shouldn't. Another juiced under. Yeah. Uh I think the Blazers are just barely under that. Yeah. Forty three, forty four forty four excuse me, forty two, forty one wins. The Vegas number is forty three. Forty three. That's a tough one. That was a team that was five hundred last year. And I think with another uh Mango season under their belt. You can see uh, them gelling a little bit. I don't think losing Alan Crabb is going to be a big deal. So I can see him doing 43. I mean, you're going to have to pick uh, one or the other. No, nah, man. I let, let Chuck go for the push. Just can you, can you, what odds will they give you for a push? Uh, I would uh, like to bet 43 wins exactly. Well, they're 41. There were 41 last year. Oh, God. But 43 Nurk- makes sense. Man, they got Nurkic. Nurk- Nurk- another, Nurk- s- another season in Nurkic. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Made, me, made me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it did too. I feel like I was watching Team America. Um, okay, 42. So you're going oh! to so I'll Chuck, go under. Chuck will go under. I love Yusuf Nurkic. I also don't think the crab, I don't, I don't think that's a big deal either. I think they probably are going to trade Mo Harkless and look even different, which could help them. I just think this is the team that, while they've improved, they haven't as improved as much as some of these other super squads. So that, that's what I don't think this team has gotten any worse. I think they've gotten better. I just think they're not going to win enough games to get the over for me. So you, so you got the under. Yeah. So far, I have seven, seven out of the eight teams over in the West. Yeah, that's interesting. To, to back up my, I think I took 11 unders in the Eastern Conference. There you, go, there <laughs> so you anyway. have it. Um, another team that's near and dear to our hearts, um, Denver Nuggets. I'm going to go ahead and say this, Keith. Uh-huh. On this one, I, on every other one I have written down over or under and how many wins, I have on this one, Denver Nuggets, for how many wins, I said, I don't know. Yeah. Leading to my over-under is, I don't know. So you guys are going to have to sway me on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. How I, many wins do you have, Keith? And I'll tell you the biggest number. Obviously, I think our listeners know I'm a huge Jokic fan. I like the Nuggets a lot. I have them at 49 wins. I'm feeling pretty good about this team. Barely and clearly, as Vegas has them at 45 and a half. Yeah. So sell me on this over. I think there's a chance they're... Offense is transcendent and blows the bottom half of the league out of the water every night. I think this team could have an incredible winning percentage against the bottom half, like 80% or something. Racks up a lot of wins that way. I still think they're going to struggle down the stretch. It remains to be seen whether Jamal Murray can be a full-time point guard, if they have even a creator at end of games Mm -hmm. for someone they can definitely go to to get buckets. I think this team is going to lead the NBA in blown 20-point leads. 
Yeah. I, th- I think they're gonna. They're, they might be up like forty to twenty at the end of first quarters in a few games and lose. But I think they're gonna have such an incredible offense. Jokic is gonna finally settle in, take that next leap to becoming a legit All Star, and forty nine wins. I'm not saying fifty wins. So I think that offense is gonna carry them. And offense is unfortunately more important than defense. And uh, at least for win totals. Go Nuggets. Yeah. Um. I, to I, me, this was a team that was like 40 wins last year. Added Paul Millsap. Another year that young backcourt would carry Harris and Jamal Murray. Kind of getting a little uh, more seasoning. I think 44 wins. That's an under. I think the West is uh, incredible, and it's going to be really hard to, to sneak out wins. That um, was my P- Portland rationale. But, yeah, I, I do like the team. I, I don't know if the coaching is going to get them the extra couple wins that would put them over for me. I'm going to side with Keith, and it's not just because he's smarter than you, Chuck. Okay. <laughs> no, Jokic will finally be unlocked for a whole season. Yeah. Paul Millsap rules, and will help them defensively because they've been very poor defensively, you know, down low. They're just, they've been poor. Jokic sucks at defense. If you want to get mad at Jokic and the Jokic supporters and the intelligentsia on the Twitter Twitterati, that's that's what the hill you die on, right? He's bad at D. Well, Paul Millsap is great at D. I just feel like, yeah, forty six wins, forty seven wins is definitely possible. They won forty one or forty last year, right? Gary they Harris can do this. Gary in, Harris rules. Incredible three point shooter. Jamal Murray might be. He might get that second year boost you see a right. lot of guys who are supposed to be great shooters. He only shot, I think, like 34% his first year. If right. he takes that next boost up and, and shoots closer to 40%, they can just spread the court. It's going to be great. Paul Millsap, free agent. Put yourself in Paul Millsap's shoes. Oh, I could be a millionaire. You spent, Chuck, a year playing <laughs> Dwight beside the farts <laughs> of Dwight Howard. <laughs> and now you get to go play with the best passing center maybe we've ever seen. Flat mm. top God. We're getting rejuvenated, Paul Millsap. I agree. Um, I do worry, like, they're small at guard. Yeah. That's, Gary that, Harris is tiny. That, yeah, he's like 6'1", 6'2", right? I'm not sure, but I know he's tiny. The, Denver is going to have a hard time guarding everyone, but luckily they play at incredible altitude, and they're going to run. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they can do it. I think they can get the slightest of overs here. I mean, they, they, could, they could do that whole, like, they could go, they could go 37 and 5 at home. You know, or something crazy right. like that yeah. with, with a giant home record. Then you just got to win 11 games on the road, 10 games on the road. Like, mm-hmm. Let's go to New Orleans. And um, Keith, I'm going to let you give your number, but then I want to hear Chuck's perspective first. Yeah, because Chuck said he loves New Orleans. I have New Orleans at 39. Keith, you, have the, you are under by the shortest of short hairs. Oh. It's 39 and a half. Sure. Chuck, why do you love New Orleans? I just think it's... Uh, Got skinny boogie coming. There's no more snot boogie. <laughs> it's, it's it's tiny boogie. He's uh, it's in a contract year. He's trying to get paid. He's trying to prove to the league that he's uh, not a you know pariah um, to wherever he's playing. He's paired up with a top five NBA player, I think, in Anthony Davis, and those two guys with a training camp under their belt are going to look good. Now they have no shooting. Um, Rondo's out for an unforeseen amount of time, so that may put me under. But I do like them as a team to make the playoffs as an eight seed. Can't believe you said anything about the grime father yet. Tony Allen coming, and and I mean, I'm not going to devalue that. I think him coming into that locker room will bring a sort of, you know, uh, gravity 
to the type of defense that they you know will play. They're gonna they're gonna be heavy handed and they're gonna get up in there and mix it up. Um, and yeah, I, I just think the team's got a good uh, two two of the best big men in the league playing together. To me, it doesn't make sense for them to stink. Um, so I think they'll. What be if good. they kind of stink at playing together though? I just can't. I can't see it happen. I think their skill sets match. I think the the lack of shooting on the perimeter is going to hurt them. But I think the fact that both of them can space the floor for each other, given the fact that they can step outside, it's going to be something that they can you know build on from last year when they kind of got mashed together in a trade midseason. Here's the problem. I like a lot of what New Orleans is trying to do. They weren't good enough defensively, so they went out and got some better defensive players. But they did nothing to saw like, are they even going to continue with this Anthony Davis DeMarcus thing? Is that really part of their future plans? I think so. I think they're all in, man. Like, I would love for them to move DeMarcus Cousins for pieces around Anthony Davis. You guys know I don't like DeMarcus Cousins as a basketball player. Right. Like, I, th- I think he hurts your team most, most of the time. I believe you famously said, uh, or at least to me famously, talk to me when his team wins 30 games. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've taken an under every year on DeMarcus Cousins, and You're undefeated. I'm undefeated. Uh, so yeah. they were going to break it last year, but he got traded. The Kings were going over their number. They were going uh, but But he got traded. I mean, I, I'm excited to watch this team, obviously because of Tony Allen. But I want to. I kind of want it to work. Like I want to see the boogie and Anthony Davis thing. See, I'm not. Side gonna be, I'm not going to be able to watch Tony Allen w- with. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, and I'm real excited about it. That'd be like watching Max girlfriend's sex tape with her new boyfriend. No, 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 no. <laughs> I will watch our sex tapes exclusively. <laughs> like Drew Holiday is good, and he's yeah. again a, a completely overlooked player outside of salary wise, where he is very looked mm-hmm. uh, with that massive contract he got. So like they're good, they have talent. I don't think the pieces fit. It doesn't make sense. They're not deep. They just have some weird guys. I think they win a bunch of games, but it's just too hard for them. It's sad they're not in the East. I just think the numbers too high, and the West has gotten too damn good. Um, so I'm also under. I, I have them as 37, 37-win team. So not a lot of unity going on anymore over here, guys. No well, more unanimity. We're, we're yep. disjointed. Dallas Mavericks. I'm, I'm excited to talk about this team. And I'm very curious what number you have, at, have them at, Keith. I have the Mavericks at 33 wins. Keith, you have taken the under. Vegas has them at 35 wins. Interesting. I like the over. I, I like the the small ball thing they're trying to do. I think Dennis Smith is an upgrade over the three headed monster of Hydra of Poo that they've been rolling out for years. Um, and I really like their coach. So I, I think you know this is a team that I mean they won thirty three thirty three games last year. Yep. Why can't they be a little better? I think Dirk has something to play for. Um, but does he have anything to play left? Like he's Dirk's old. been good. He, but the, when a seven-foot shooter loses a quarter of a step, he doesn't even need to lose a whole step. And Dirk's been, game, he, he barely has to move. I mean, he's only playing center now. Right. Can't guard anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's awesome. He's... Right. <laughs> 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 I get it. But we're, we, we can... I can... Um, I mean, if you were going to So you're project, under two, huh? I mean, yeah. They, they won 33 last year. The only addition really they made was a rookie who we're not going to... All right. bet will win them five games. Have fun because, betting against Warlock Rick Carlisle. But Have that's fun thir- with that. That's 36 games. I think if I had to pick one or the other, 34 or 36, I'm probably going to go 34 games. See, John, I think you're right. This team is better. 
just uh, it's gotten too hard. Dennis Smith, it's gotten too hard. Dennis Smith Jr. and then they're playing the two small guys, either Yogi Ferrell or Seth Curry when he gets I, back. They're, I like both those guys. They're moving Wes Matthews down, you know, more to the three, Barnes to the four. They'll have Dirk at the five or Nerlens Noel at the five. So I think they're going to have a good offense. It's going to be kind of fun. I think it's too hard in the West. And then I don't know. This they, is the last year. They're pretty darn to good. Chase that tank after that Nerlens Noel trade. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going 33 wins because they're going to be given. Weird, random dudes. Lots of minutes. Cuban's come March not, and April. Cuban's not tank until Dirk retires. Cuban. Cuban tanked last year. End of the year. Played some crazy lineups. Uh, Tony Allen got hurt in the last game of the season last year. Missed the playoffs. His last game ever with a Grizzly, and the Grizzlies lost to like I don't remember who the players were. It was like AJ Hammonds and DeAndre Liggins or something. <laughs> like it was crazy guys. Who they, Lig- they Liggins pulled. recently weighed by one of the worst. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like guys, they pulled off the street to play. I think this is the final year. They know they're not a playoff team. I don't think they're going to chase it. So I have them at thirty three because I think they're going to try to lose. So, so you want to talk about tanking? I don't think we'll be able to talk about tanking until we get to the last two teams. But yeah, let's go down to Sacktown, Keith. I know you're excited to talk about the all the old Grizzlies. Residing in Sacramento, how not, many wins? Not much to say here. I have I have them at twenty four wins. I think they need to make it their goal of the season to try to trade George Hill for something. Well, Vegas has them at twenty eight wins, so you're a resounding under. Uh, Chuck, I'll let you go first before revealing my uh, thoughts on this, which are very forceful. <laughs> yeah, this is a team that stunk after Boogie left last year. They were doing okay, then they traded him, and now they then they stunk. I think they'll continue to stink. I love George Hill. Scratches my head that he signed there. I like it's a head scratcher. That's what I meant. Get your money. Oh, it, it can scratch your head. It can. It yeah, can scratch your head, Chuck. Uh, Zebo is dye gonna, your hair like you know Cisco style, like he tends to do. Sometimes that really itches and burns. <laughs> <laughs> it's that chemical burn. Um, no, I. They're gonna stink, but that's not many games. But they do have to play the juggernauts of the West more than the. I'm gonna go under. Big over, boys. Big over. This franchise doesn't want to tank. I know. They're not going to tank. I know. They picked up a lot of players with a lot of heart and, and in some cases, skill. George Hill's great. Their young players are great. Scott Labuschet, I, I, Darren Fox, they, this, they have some really good players. Darren Fox, they look good. Highlights for I, preseason. <clears throat> I mean, I, I see this. T- I think this team wins games in the third. They're in the 30s to me. Nice. I just don't see it. I I, I want to because I still have bitterness towards Dave Yeager, which is kind of going away now that I'm in the Fizdale era. Uh, but <laughs> you know, I I do know that Zebo sucked last year, uh, but Vince Carter didn't suck last year. No, Vince was good. Um, I think they have. This is a respectable team. Them starting Zebo makes me concerned. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid, especially I, I, with Labuschagne. I, I don't think they should do that with, with all their bigs. But they they are kind of fun, and, and I'm really looking forward to a lineup. Like Darren Fox at the one, then have George Hill, like have Vince Carter out that, have Willie Colley Stein and, and Scow, maybe the four, uh, get up and down the court. But I don't think they're going to win games. Like Buddy Heald stinks. They're going to play him a lot. Yeah. He's their captain. They, they have all these guys who aren't good. The guys, <laughs> the guys is, they're developing. He is vivid. Like, like boy toy. They, <laughs> they need to be playing Darren Fox a lot of minutes. He might be good. He's a rookie. And I, mainly I know he can't shoot free throws, which I think is a terrible sign for. A guard. For, yeah. So, like, I, I think they are going to win, John. They, they want to fill up whatever that golden one center 
uh, with, <laughs> with loud, happy fans watching a winning product. I just think the talent level is so low, even counting the Grizzlies they overpaid for and George Hill and George Hill, who plays 50 games a year. I think they're going to lose a lot. I so think they're going to win around the same game as uh, the, the same number of games as the real Grizzlies. The fake yeah. Grizzlies are going to, it's going to be John painful. We'll have to work out a, uh, how many more games does the Grizzlies win than the Kings bet. Absolutely. This is what, num- what number do you want to make it? Um, three. What was your prediction? I don't want to do three. Cause I will bet you the Grizzlies win three more, ga- at least three more games than the, the Kings. You make it five. We got a deal. Five. Yeah, we got to do. Oh, All right. I hate this. Look what you just did to me. <laughs> this is great. We'll, we'll work out the terms. We might ask our Patreon supporters. Oh, we'll figure for, it out. For, their, for the, what terms we should do. But yeah, I, I'm into that. The Grizzlies right. will win five games more. Uh, five games, is that a win for, for me? That's a push. A push. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We just have to pay Chuck the Vig in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> the witness. All right. Uh, I've got, here's the one I feel strongest about. Uh, I'm still going to let you go first, Keith, but I feel strongest about this, and this will be my largest wager. I'm Minnesota Timberwolves. That's, ex- that's interesting to hear this is going to be your largest wager, so I'm very excited to what you're going to say. So this is a team that finished terribly last year, which is why we just got to them. <laughs> Added a lot of stuff. Yes. One awesome player. Yes. Flotsam and Jetsam with a, with a diamond. I still think... This is weird. I'm, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here because I think they're, they're not going to be that great. But I still have them at, I have them at 48 wins, so still a bit of respect there. Uh, they're my sixth seed, 48 wins for the Timberwolves. What does Vegas say? You have them at the slightest of overs. I might have to change that then. 47 and a half. Chuck, <sighs> thoughts on this team? I'm going to take the over. It's a lot of games for them to, to improve. Um, this, is a over, this is a historic improvement, gentlemen. Yeah. Like a six, 17 game improvement or 16 game this improvement? This is insane. Yeah. You guys are both insane. This is the easiest under on the board. Yeah. Who shoots for this team? Cat. He's the best three point shooter they got. Yeah. That's, That's pathetic. How do you even put a roster like that together? You, I, hate, I you, hate the Tibbs, roster. Tibbs is going to fix them on defense. They got worse. You don't think a year or two of Tibbs, they'll gel a little more and, and, and be closer to what he's hoping for? Not really. Andrew Wiggins is awful on defense. They're going to play him a ton of minutes. Uh, they're going to play a really plodding, terrible style of basketball. They can't even trade Wiggins for a while because of that stupid, huge contract they just got. And, and, and every other team in the West got significantly better, or most of them. I mean, almost all of them, really. Yeah. And they're going to be the team that makes the huge leap? Sorry, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks at all. God, try to sell me on a 10-win improvement before you try to drop this on me. This would be an unbelievable turnaround. I would say talent-wise, trying to sell you on the 10-win improvement. Talent-wise, Jeff Teague, Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, that's really good. Yeah. And yes, I left Andrew Wiggins out. Andrew Wiggins is still a 20-point scorer. Ricky Rubio is a better player than Jeff Teague. Yeah, probably is. Better defender too, Tibbs. He does. He's going to space the court a little, a little more. more. I hate their bench so much. I think Awful. they'll look better. Jamal Crawford, get every, up! What are you doing? Every Jamal Crawford possession is just like a, a worse op- option you can have. Like Shabazz Muhammad on another team that needs scoring. Yes. Yeah. On a team that already has just this plethora of two point gunners. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me Cat's going to make a leap. Cat already made the leap. He's yeah. scoring 25 points a game already. He's already awesome. I it's thought not this enough. over-under was going to be like 49 or 50. I don't want to go over. Why do you, 
Why are people sold on this? This is crazy to me. It, just, it seems like they have more talent than the Clippers, Grizzlies, Blazers, and Jazz, which is why. We've endured these Timberwolves over-unders for years now. I, I'm done they, with it. They almost never... I'm done with it. I'm not taking... Yeah. John's like a scorned girlfriend who's been cheated on too many times. I, I just think the, the team's going to you know cook a little better. I think uh, getting rid of uh, Zach Levine is... Of addition by subtraction <laughs> and Chris Dunn and Chris Dunn these guys, those guys you know I mean I concur that's a great pickup Jimmy Butler's a great Jimmy pickup. Butler's incredible but um he's gonna and and you know as far as like I talk about culture because I'm a Heat fan and that's what I believe but Jimmy Butler can come in and tell these kids what to do because he's been to the playoffs with Tibbs and he can say this is how this works and if you do it we can make it happen they they also lost a lot of close games last year. Mm-hmm. Now they have Jimmy Butler. Right. Just That's going to help. Get out of the way for Jimmy. I think the... I think the. Uh, Although Jimmy Butler has m- missed so many game-winning shots. <laughs> right, true. He's so awesome. Him and Paul George. But this is... I know uh, thinking that it's kind of impossible for Carl uh, Anthony Towns to take another leap, I think it's very possible that he's, you know, improves his scoring, and he, he's more efficient from the floor, and he can buy into... Oh, that's a terrifying thought. And he can buy into uh, the dibs... Uh, I think he would just ascend into heaven if he got any more efficient. I, think, I mean, he's he's incredible. I think he's he's got improvements to make on his game, and he's you know he's one of the uh, two two or three best big men in the league. I, I agree with you guys that they're going to be improved. This is just a hysterical number. Chuck, to me. what was your were you over or under forty seven and a half? I think they're going to do forty eight. It's a hard number because I could see forty six too. You know, I could see forty seven, yeah. but I think. If I had to bet, it is a, a an incredible leap on the amount of wins um, from from last year. But they got a better player, and they got uh, an extra season of development for their young guys. I am I am torn. It's a hard one. I really think not. I have I have t- <laughs> I have taken a, one win away from the Minnesota Timberwolves and given it to the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings now are going to win twenty five games, and I will take the slightest of unders. John convinced me because I was hating this team. I assumed I was going to be on the underside. Yeah. I don't want to be on the overside of this. Yeah, that was a we just you just saw us move the goal goalposts in real time, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still like it. Let's think, have some fun. I think there'll be a fifth or sixth seat. All right, let's get to the real bad teams. <laughs> Triple B, y'all. Lake Show. <laughs> How many games they win in Lonzo? Uh, I actually kind of like what the Lakers are doing. I like the roster. I got them at twenty nine wins. Still an under. I'm fine with that. Thirty three and a half. Yeah, that's too much. That number's too high because. Tank there's there, too many. La- there's too many Lakers fans. They're gonna. They're gonna be tanking. I like their roster too, but they're gonna be tanking. And there's no like. Okay, when I say I like their ro- their roster, <laughs> they have some interesting players. Right. I do not know if they have <laughs> right. any good players. Right. It's, yeah. So I mean, well, uh, Brooke Lopez is a good player. Yeah, and they don't want him. They're yeah. like he's placeholder. Right. Right. Let's get him out of here for a fail. So, a failed. Yeah, bid I'm under ball. also. I mean, if they would be to me. In last place, but yeah. So our the Suns exist. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not gonna destroy them, but I think the unders are pretty solid. I think 30, 30, 34 wins for this team. Yeah, come on. I don't think. I think like uh, thirty to thirty two wins. They could be worse for one year than they were last year. Yeah, it's possible. But I, I you know, I like the team. I think Kyle Kuzma's great. Um, I, you know, he's probably going to win the Nobel like Prize. If, it sounds if, like yeah. <laughs> if Ingram ends up being okay, right? Like a, a big story for them is they won Ingram's development this year. He's going to be probably the starting lineup. 
Like he's looked terrible in the preseason again. This is one of those moments where I wish this was a video podcast so the fans could see me uh, just shooting daggers through you at mentioning Ingram being possibly good. I mean, I'm not saying good. I'm saying like, it's okay. Yeah, he's no, just, okay he could just be an average if serviceable ball, if ball player. Takes off. Like they they have some. They have a little bit of talent now. I love Lonzo Ball. Yeah, that's, well, Julius, that, that 34 number is crazy. Julius Randle, uh, they're yep. they're locking him up with an extension. These last today. three, I am slamming the under as hard as I possibly can. All right, which brings us to Phoenix. Get give me your number and let me tell you how hilarious this Vegas number is. So Phoenix is slightly better this year, but again, will not try to win basketball games. Right, I have them at twenty one. You are eight games under. Wow. <laughs> I can't. I'm putting my mortgage on the Suns. Twenty nine. Twenty nine for the Suns. No way. No. Lakers. Wolves, Suns, pound these unders to death. Mm-hmm. They, they think the Devin Booker is going to be Kobe Bryant. Devin, Devin Booker's not even good. You don't have to tell me. He's they, Eddie House. They just have this. He's Eddie House. They just have a stupid coach who lets him do whatever he wants. Forget it. Forget this team. This is an easy under. 29 is so high. It's I think lot. they're going to win 19 or 20 games. Is I think they're the worst team what, in the league. What is the... What is there that could be the variance? Is Josh Jackson, could he be good? Danny Manning could be. They got a log jam at that position. They just paid a guy. <laughs> I mean, TJ Warren's kind of fun. I know. It's a, it's a, they have a the lot Alex of young. Alex Lynn jump? How do they get to, how do they get to 30 Alex wins? Alex Lynn is awful. What's the, the storyline where they get to 30 wins? I don't know. They, the, because... the league contracts and a bunch of players get added to the Suns. <laughs> well, so John and I are both <laughs> under Chuck. the Warriors. Yeah, what the hell is happening? Uh, yeah, no, that's a team that is going to be really, really bad, and that's a lot of wins. That's they're trying to trade. They're actively trying to trade their best player. <gasps> oh yeah, like they, they've been trying to get rid of Eric Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. That's this is another team. They should spend their year getting rid of Bledsoe, I'm and not, Jared Dudley, and just getting anything. They may or may not have Nancy Kerrigan, Brandon Knight's legs. Mm-hmm. That's or galooled them. <laughs> that they, sounds they, like I think that's the correct. Word. Sounds like a turkey bacon conspiracy. So that's a, that is we uh, none of us took the over in this. This right? went no. crazy. Yeah, he those last like, three. Are time, there, time to time to pool our funds, gentlemen. Eastern or Western Conference, uh, par fadeaway wrap up. Are there any teams that we could see doing that 2013 Suns thing, where we think they're the worst team in the NBA and they end up winning 48 games? Is there one team out there that's just god awful to our minds that could catch fire and win 45 games? Do you think John thinks that the Wolves stink? Well, that's and, backwards. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think the Wolves stink. I think that number is insane. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think that. Yeah, like uh, don't. I, yeah, don't. Don't. Don't misunderstand me. They are met, They are better. Yeah, but are they? That what is that? Seventeen games? Forget about it. But, but no, like, I do, to answer your question, Keith. No, I do not. There's no. There's no storyline where the Suns, the Kings, the Lakers, the Hawks, the Nets, the Magic, the Knicks, or the Bulls win forty-five games. It seems crazy to me. I'm not. I'm not trying to act like that. It doesn't seem crazy to me. But it's, that Suns yeah. team, we thought that Suns team was going to win 18 games. But that Suns team had Isaiah Thomas on it, right? Uh, not no, no, yet. No. That was a year after. It was, was Goran Dragic and oh, Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. That was the first year of Hornacek ball there, wasn't it? Like, does Dallas count? Like, maybe Dallas could yeah bl- blow up if if Dennis Smith Jr. is the I second mean, coming. Ma- of this is probably just Steve me. Francis? Hope. Yeah. Da- D- Dallas and the Knicks would be the two that like. What if the Knicks? Yeah, if they if they're, if they're free of this like terrible like overhanging regime, tro- trosh. you know, <laughs> free free to get rid of the Phil Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I era. mean, just a cloud has been hanging. What? Yeah, what if Hornacek does what he did? You know, 
Oh, it is Hornacek. Yeah. What yeah. if he does that? Same, so, yeah. okay, that's it. You, you, you oh, bullied damn. me into saying something. How many <laughs> PTI'd him? How many How many years will Hornacek uh, keep having that on his resume? Ooh. There was that one Suns year. Remember? Forever. All right, to wrap up, Golden State Warriors unanimous over 67 and a half. Houston unanimous. No, two, two for one uh, over 56. <laughs> Thunder unanimous over 53 and a half. Spurs unanimous over 53 and a half. Denver, two and one over 45 and a half. Minnesota, two and one under 47 and a half. Utah, two to one over 41 and a half. Portland, two and one under 43. Memphis, two and one over 37 and a half. Clippers, two and one under 44 and a half. New Orleans, two and one under 39 and a half. Dallas, two and one under 35. Lakers, unanimous, pound it under 33 and a half. Kings, two and one under 28. And the Suns, unanimous under 29. All right, go to mybookie.ag, make some bets, and win on those. Also, shout out to fan tracks. We got our fantasy drafts going. The International Stackhouse of Pancakes draft is coming up right after we record this. Very exciting for our Patreon supporters. All those are over at Fantrax.com where you can customize your fantasy leagues to however you want. If you want to support our program, you can do that at Patreon.com slash Fast Break Breakfast. A big thanks to the new people who just signed up. Season four, Chuck. It's going to be a good one. I'm ready for it, boys. All right, you guys can follow us at on Twitter at Fast Break Break. Like us on Facebook. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, no apologize for being TNG. Fast Break Break, man. You understand? <laughs>